0: Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the Mirror's brand new podcast in reality. Basically we had so much fun doing the Celebrity Big Brother podcast that we just wanted to continue chatting about all of our favourite TV shows and there's so much to talk about right now. I'm Vicky Newman from the Mirror Online Showbiz team and every week I'm going to be joined by my colleagues and some special guests to talk about the week's TV. So at the minute, obviously, we've got X Factor, Great British Bake Off, and a bit of Celebs Go Dating as well. Uh, and coming up soon, obviously, Strictly returns on Saturday, and the Undateable starts again on Monday. But we're gonna be doing it all. We're gonna be covering everything. Stuff like Britain's Got Talent, Big Brother, Say Baby, Towie, Geordie Shore, Love Island, I'm a Celeb, there's just everything. There's so much to talk about. So in reality, it's gonna be available every week, on iTunes and if you haven't got that on Audio Boom, So make sure that you give us a subscribe and leave a little comment to let us know which shows you're obsessed with right now. So today, I'm joined by my colleague, Kylo Sullivan, who is an online TV reporter. And we've got Jess Bolton from The Paper, who is Features Editor, Braggit Showbiz. There we go. So let's get started, guys. And I thought, let's kick off. With the battle of the Saturday night ratings, obviously X Factor started last weekend, but Strictly's back this weekend, and there's always a bit of a clash. So what do you think is going to come out on top?
1: I know there was talk this year they weren't going to go up against each other, but there's a clear sort of crossover again of mm. 40 minutes crossover coming up this Saturday. So um, I think it was a disappointing start for X Factor, but I think once people hear that they really have changed it a little bit and it's the good acts going through, Um, that the ratings will start to pick up again. So I think it could be a real battle between the two. I think Strictly might probably edge it, just because it has in later years. Mm. And probably a lot of X Factor's people watch it on catch-up and on demand afterwards, because they're a bit younger.
0: I know, obviously, it was always X Factor in the lead, wasn't it? Like, it always sort of dominated Saturday nights. But Strictly has sort of taken over, last couple of years so like why why do you think that people stick at x-factor
2: um, I mean, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think the changes Simon has made this year show that they are. I mean, he's cut down the live shows from, to, what is it, 10 to 6. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah, Dermot was a bit upset about that. And he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's cut down. But um, Is he
0: getting paid as much, though? That's I the mean, question. I probably, so actually,
2: yeah, he's getting paid uh, the same amount to do less work. Um, <laughs> so
0: his hourly rate's got up, really, well, yeah, so he's
2: the real winner here. But I think um, that's just an indication that people are sort of bored of that monotonous show after show of the live shows yeah. sort of sitting in the same thing, not a lot happening and they've also made they've making big changes, yeah, to get better quality acts in, um, people doing their own songs because they just don't I mean, that with the jukebox last year they've scrapped mm. that because that just got so repetitive and, and it was clearly fixed I mean, Halloween songs on that Halloween week and whatnot. I know, what a coincidence um, yeah. right? Um, so I mean, so I've, I think that is X Factor admitting that Things have gone wrong in the past and they're now trying to catch back up to Strictly. Whether they'll do that, uh, I'm not so sure, but they're making an attempt.
1: The own songs I really liked actually this weekend. I think there was, there, I mean, quite a lot of them were really quite good. Yeah. And it was I I've always sort of thought own songs is going to be boring. You don't know what they're singing. You can't get into it. But um, I, I particularly like the one by Jordan, the really cheesy one about off to Mexico. Okay. <laughs> I was just saying like, that. I really
0: love that song. It, like sort of technically that song was a bit rubbish. Yeah. But it was great. Like it is I could sing it now Like it is It does get right Stuck in your head
2: It really does I can't believe that You've got Raxu, You've got Grace And you two have chosen that As your favourite song yes uh, there you go <laughs> there you uh, say thank you for it we had the judges clapping along singing along we had them in tears and Mexico uh, yeah and he didn't even go to Mexico he went to what he it went it to, to saloon yeah. it was and saloon
0: uh, wasn't it but it doesn't sound uh, as good
1: what I liked is him saying when I finished a song I didn't think Spain sounded as good that wouldn't have rhymed he couldn't have written a song at <laughs> that point. like what the hell was the first draft like god
0: knows <laughs> like, there has been some good acts this weekend though and like some really standouts like that Sunita lookalike oh Simon's,
2: yes Simon's bulging eyes uh, and <laughs> asking, liked if, asking if she had a second or a third
1: song <laughs> and a fourth and a fifth and yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I did, I did. And, and Shania or Shania of a pronunciation of it I mean she was amazing mm. at the end on on Sunday, I think you know, where you could almost see Simon salivating over how many albums he could get out of her because she was just <laughs> she had the whole thing, she had the good backstory with the adoption, mm. um, and, and she was brilliantly talented. Which is you know, sometimes you're hoping, please be as good, or you know, and there's times when you think they're not quite as good as they're saying they are, but she really did have it. I, I liked her.
0: That's my favourite thing about the auditions though, is guessing whether or not they're going to be rubbish. So when they come in and they start talking to the judges, or you see the little VT of them. And I always think that like X Factor and Britain's Got Talent do this same thing, where they try to make people look a bit mental by showing them eating sandwiches. Say so chick. They did it with Susan <laughs> Boyle, right? They showed Susan Boyle sad. In the corridor, <laughs> eating a little sandwich, and you thought, oh, she God, is well. nuts, she's going to be rubbish. Well, and then, I mean, she was obviously a bit kooky character, <laughs> but she was brilliant. And it's like, it's almost like you see someone eating a sandwich, and for some reason, that makes me think, oh, they're going to be rubbish them.
2: Well, you had, we had Kaylee this weekend, didn't you, who came in, She was she was saying... Oh, she, she should have put some deodorant on. She, yeah, yeah. Um, lied on a dating profile. Tattoo. She just showed the tattoo with Simon and the love heart, and you're thinking, Oks. compared herself to Vicky Pollard and you're thinking, there's no way she's going to get through. And yeah, absolutely blew the, away the judges. And yeah, Sharon gave some really nice sort of words of constructive criticism. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just the, the classic setup, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: The same with that Gaga uh, woman as well. Oh, uh, and the Gaga, Gaga the
2: Lord. dance with her. Yeah.
1: I actually really quite liked her by the end. At first I was like, oh, this is going to be awful. So it's the same thing. In fact, they're tricking us a few times with that this year. Um, There hasn't really been someone I thought, oh my god, they're horrendous.
2: Oh yeah, the woman that sounded like a to quote people on Twitter, dying cat. Yeah. To be Um, fair, I'm
1: probably pitched. uh, (laughs) (laughs) You can know me saying. No, she
2: wasn't the best. And the um, the mini Ed Sheeran. Uh, Oh yes.
1: There's always
0: every year there's like a song, isn't it, that everyone's doing, and the must get
1: absolutely sick of listening to it. I did a thing years ago where I judged like a local talent contest, and um, when I was on a local paper, and every time it was Enrique Iglesias' "Hero." If I, I ever mean it's a great hear song. that song again, <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard like a cappella versions. I've heard it with a disco beat behind Ooh, it. Oh, that sounds good. I, I, I just don't ever want to hear it again. So when you've got that times a million with X Factor and so many more people coming mm-hmm. in, Paul Simon must be going home and, you know putting some earplugs
0: in yeah <laughs> you wouldn't be into it but I love the audition stage like because mainly like I like laughing at the rubbish people and I like being shocked by how good people are but the what Like I'm glad Are they doing the Six chair challenge This year yeah. Because I love that Yeah
2: they're bringing That back It's um, so amazingly brutal it, uh, Dermot actually Isn't a fan of it he, Really He, Why? he, he hates Why? it He just thinks It's, it's too cruel And he oh. doesn't But I mean Us as viewers It's one of the best it's bits so good and, um, no, So it's, yeah they're Definitely bring that back And I think yeah We're going to really enjoy that There
0: was a couple of years ago When I think it was the first year That like brought it back And then Louis Had just an amazing one where he kind of, he had his group and then he decided to switch someone out and then he was going to get someone back who he'd already said no to and then one of the other judges said, well you've got to give the other group a chance, so that ended up being like a sing-off again for that one, oh it was just so brutal it was amazing.
1: Well the music industry is tough if you can't take <laughs> it, it then you know, maybe it's best to quit early, so I actually quite like is. the six chair challenge.
2: And the, the rumours I've heard is that they they judges will be separated this year, so they'll make their deliberations alone. Really, and the other, but we'll see the co- other three judges commenting. Ah, so, they can, so they'll
0: be like watching from another yeah, room, and
2: they'll so they'll be a bit able to be a bit more open, a bit more mm. harsh, and uh, criticize their fellow judges. Yeah, decision. that might be
0: interesting. Sometimes they are a bit swayed by the others, so it'll be interesting to see how. I mean, Louis, if basically you just need to be Irish. Guaranteed
2: Irish, to
1: get the live showy band. Although, if you're Irish, if you're Simon, a boy band.
2: Simon said he's getting rid of the sort of the novelty acts this year. Really? Which is, a, which, I mean, it can be a good or a bad thing. Although Louis did say there's at least one novelty act that he asked to audition that he mm. thinks is definitely going to make it through to the final. So
0: well, there we go. we've always
2: got that trump card. And
0: there's always one, isn't there? But, you know, some of these novelty acts have gone on have very successful I mean, careers. Ryland
2: Clark, man. Exactly, he, look he, at he's, he's when he He's been
0: one of the most
1: successful uh, from the last couple of years. When
0: he was on X Factor, he was the joke act, ooh, wasn't he? No one really took him that seriously. Now he's look get, at him now. Now he's getting
2: drunk at the TV Choice Awards and... Wish I was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, what about Strictly then? Great lineup this year, isn't it? Oh, I am actually looking forward to Strictly this year. It is a really good lineup. I mean, there's some people like Gemma Atkinson. I, I'm a big fan of Gemma Atkinson. She's such a lovely girl, and I'm quite looking forward to seeing her on there and Monty mm. as well. But I think Ruth, La- Ruth Langsford's going to be one of my favourites. She often does, she's, she's done the columns for us several times um, in the paper, and, and her and Eamon are just such a good laugh. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: I think she'll be really entertaining.
2: Well, yeah, Eamon's already joking. He's a Strictly Widow and they're talking about the, the Strictly Curse. <laughs> Who knows Ruth oh, could be running off Oh, nothing can with. split up uh, Ruth and Eamon. No,
1: they're one couple I wouldn't worry about with the Strictly Curse. <laughs> let's hope we haven't jinxed it now. I'll touch it. <laughs> but
2: but I, think, I think she... I mean, she could be a dark horse. She could be... I mean, everyone's... She she already had a go, didn't she? Because she was like, oh, I'm, I've been put... The the bookies have put me... Yeah. Paper to go first. But I think she's. she seems to have... She might have
0: something about it. Yeah, know. I felt I felt a bit bad for her that, and like good good honor for saying something about it because you know, like she said, they haven't even done one dance yet, and the bookies are just sort of assuming that she's gonna be rubbish. Obviously, where they've drawn this conclusion from, who knows?
2: Is she the, is she the oldest in it this year? But, I mean, or? that
1: is prob- that is probably... No, it's Debbie. Debbie McGee's going to oh, be the yeah. oldest. Of yeah. But uh, who will also be really good. I think it's just people... They make assumptions on what people are going to be like. And I think Ruth's going to... One thing she'll have is she'll, she can laugh at herself if she goes wrong. And she and I think people like her and people will be voting yeah, for definitely. her. So I think she's going to stay in, even if she's awful. For quite a long time and I don't think she will be awful. I think she'll surprise us. Um we've also spoken to Susan Kalman. She's doing our column tomorrow on Thursday in the in the uh, in the paper. Now she a few people hadn't really heard of her. She's a big Scottish comedian. She is hilarious and I think she's gonna go a really long way and I think she'll be really, really popular by the end mm. of it.
0: Yeah, I think she could be a surprising one. But obviously there's every year as well, there's people who like are obviously gonna be really good. Like, Aston Marygold is obviously going to be very
1: good at it. He's from GLS. No, they danced lords. I mean, it's a different thing. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to stand up for Strictly. It's a different discipline. You've still got to learn it. Um, I did borrow him in Latin from when I was very young. And it is a different kind of dance to doing... You know, pop dancing That he would have done you still got to learn the technique You have and to footwear. admit He's got a slight advantage it, I he think did, you know it. rhythm And you know how to dance If you've done pop dancing for that long Or whatever you call it If you're in a band So yes, you, 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 you know It's not like you've got two left feet And you've never tried dancing before So yeah
2: because well, he was the judge on um, Was it Sky's dancing show? Oh, um, well, was it was Dance 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 Yeah, or something like yeah that, was it? So he's got that But no, I think him... You've got him and, obviously, Alexandra Burke who have moved to the dark side, as it were, away Mm. from X Factor. But those two and uh, Molly King, you're thinking, um, will be the sort of front runners. Yeah,
0: definitely. They're going to be probably good from the off. But I I do like the rubbish ones, though. Like, Ed Balls last year literally made me life. He
1: was so good.
0: I could watch him doing Gangnam Style on repeat for a good three hours and still find it funny.
1: Well, that's a glowing report. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Uh, yeah? I hope he, that he quotes that on a poster.
1: Who do you think is going to be the sort of quirky ones this year that we can look forward to? Because I'm just thinking about who's in it.
2: I think the uh, the reverend. Yeah. Yeah. Surely. The
1: he, vicar. Yeah. Is he a vicar? Reverend? He's, 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 he's got quite a past, doesn't he? I mean, so he's mm. going to be good fun, whatever he is. Uh, I, I think Debbie might be quite good fun, yeah. actually. Because yeah. she's quite... You know, I've met her a few times. She's she's so sweet and and a little bit bubbly, and I think she will be really entertaining. And she's, she's got the in showmanship,
2: hasn't she? Yeah. Sort of
1: and she's tiny, isn't she? Yeah, easy to throw up in the air. <laughs> I can see her doing. A, I think she'll do like an amazing sort of waltz when it comes to the ballroom. Mm. I can see her in the long gowns doing that across the floor. I think she'll look stunning. I think that might be her thing more than the Latin, but I don't know. We'll find out. We could be completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite interested in Johnny Peacock as well. I think yes. that's brilliant that they've got him on there.
2: Yeah, no, the the first Paralympic uh, athlete. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's one that I think he he could quite easily win. He might not even be the best dancer, but if he can just compete with the others, um, would just be an amazing achievement in itself. So I think he, yeah, he's in with a good shout. Um, but he's been saying it so far. It's not. It's not actually is his prosthetic leg that's the problem at the minute it's just finding the rhythm so mm. um but no he should be good entertainment
1: yeah has he, has he ever done any dancing or anything before or is this going to be d- no I feel new? like
2: this is yeah he's he's used to sprinting isn't he so I don't know if he, he might does he have to have a different leg oh he's different to the sprinting leg a dance then leg does he get who, a dance leg yeah knows. a little springy I don't know who that is a very specialist item, if it exists. And does he change it when he's changing from ballroom to Latin? <laughs> uh, who knows? <laughs> that, could, that could be seen as,
0: like, a bit of a sneaky advantage, couldn't
2: it? I mean, it could be, yeah. Ooh, yeah,
0: built-in rhythm. Yeah. There's uh, there's talk as well that on Saturday they're going to do a little tribute to Bruce Forsyth, oh, obviously, we sadly lost him, last month. And I think, you know he was a big part of Strictly mm. I think it'll be nice to kind of pay tribute to and I can imagine them them doing it in a very moving way and probably sort of making a few people cry I, I think guess. they need to
1: do it quite early on in the show don't they because it is going to be the one thing that will be really poignant I know he's been off it for a couple of years but it will be really poignant um, mm. I mean, it was it is terribly sad Um I, I, and I, when I interviewed him before, I mean, he's always been such a lovely guy. I, I loved Bruce. Um, I remember speaking to him at the airport when he flew in from having found out he was going to get the knighthood. Mm. And he flew back into the country. So I was down there and he was inside this sort of airport lounge and uh, heard I was outside trying to set off speak to him. Left his drinks, came out, gave me 20 minutes, did the pictures absolute gentleman, mm. absolutely lovely, and I think it's gonna be very much sad um without him there this year. I think it will be a very poignant series.
0: Yeah. I mean he's a big miss from the entertainment industry in general but I think I can imagine strictly giving him a very good a very good tribute on mm. Saturday and mm. but I think it will be emotional though as well. I think they're gonna to have to do it at the start because you know, no disrespect but if they do it in the middle it's gonna sort of ruin the mood of the show. Isn't Ooh. it? So they have to kind of do it at the at the start, I would imagine, and then kind of lift everyone's
2: yeah spirits After I mean, that, hopefully, they get a few of the professional dancers out and do sort of a routine for him or something. Yeah, be quite interesting.
1: And the thing, he was all about entertainment and keeping people entertained, so I think he wants want something to be more celebratory um, uh, in, in his memory, I would imagine. Um, you know, Even when he did his last show at London, Palladium, he was all about, like, do you think people like it? Do you think people like it? And you just think that's somebody that, to the very end, wanted to entertain people. Um, and I, I, I just think it's, it's going to be fantastic whatever Strictly do for him, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Obviously, um... The other show that's back and that everyone's talking about is Great British Bake Off. Are you watching? Yes, of course. Do you are you into Bake Off? Because I've I've like never actually watched it before. I'll be honest, so I can't possibly compare what it was like on BBC compared to now on Channel Four because I never watched it before. But I've got a vested interest this time because we've got a little sweepstake going in the office, right? And this is a really good idea that you should all do, because it's not too late to start it, even though it's been on for two weeks. What you do is, everyone, all the names of the contestants, put in a little hat, we use a plastic cup, but that's up to you, what you use. Everyone picks one out, and then basically, when your person goes, you've got, until the following week, to bake something. Oh, that's brilliant. For your co-workers. So I'm dreading, if my person goes, I've got Flo, who was great in the first week, she made this watermelon, and they said if you were, if that was just on the shelf in a supermarket, with all the other watermelons, it would totally have tricked them. Paul Hollywood told I he love her, and then this week it just all went wrong. I was really worried she was gonna go, but thankfully she has clung on for now. But we'll see.
1: What are you gonna make?
0: i honestly probably whatever comes up first on Google when I type in something like dead easy cake that requires absolutely no skill.
1: You just buy them and poke them about with your fingers a bit and pretend you made them. I oh, don't reveal that's what I was going to
0: do. The <laughs> <laughs> I-
1: thing is, I am
0: genuinely more worried f- that for Kyle's than me own because he lives on chicken nuggets. That's essentially his skill set when it comes to the kitchen. I
2: can make a cake, chicken nugget shaped cake. Illusion cake. Oh my god! Can take some inspiration. Please um, do. Yeah, it's, it's worrying because there's, I think, a few of the good bakers have gone early doors in the office. So there's a lot of us that can't physically cook that are left. So that's you need to get good people that are good at baking. I if know. Sweep sweepstake
0: This is the thing. We didn't match up the skill sets, did we? So the rubbish bakers in the office have got the really good people on the show. So that no, is that the other way, the other around? way around? Other way round. Other way round. Hold on. The Good Bakers had the rubbish people, so they've gone from the show. No, I can't figure this out. <laughs> I think we get it <laughs> I'm doing this the wrong way round <laughs> anyway. point is every week you get some cake, so it's a good it's a good idea. Someone came up with it in our office, and I mean I was on board straight away because I love cake, but yeah, I'd never really watched the show before.
1: I, I I was a bit I was a bit worried about Noel Fielding and how he would be able to sort of fill the sort of melon and Sue hole, yeah. Because um, you know, it, it, like during his like the Mighty Boosh things, the only cooking segment I remember is when they did one about how to cake, you know, to do uh, hash cakes. Um, so anyway, <laughs> not quite as good. I was like, I googled it We're the other day, and I was like, North. I remember they definitely did a spoof cooking segment. Aha. Yes, um, so uh, <laughs> I was quite surprised that you know he got the role in the first place when that was first announced a few months back. But um, people seem to really like him, and it, you know I think it shows that the format of the show is bigger than whoever's on it, and people will still like it anyway. And there was that nice thing about how everyone was touched by all the bakers helping each other out with the biscuits, and and that's quite cute. You know, it's kind of a wholesome show, isn't it? It's a kind of show that gives you a hug when you're watching it.
2: I mean, yeah, I was surprised. I think I was almost a little bit disappointed about how it was, how similar it was. I mean, nothing had really changed. I mean, the faces had changed, but yeah, it was just the format was the same. Yeah, it was very similar. I think um, I covered the the first night, and everyone on Twitter was going mad for um, uh, his Noel's voiceovers, which were absolutely amazing. Just him doing them straight, straight laced. but and but the, the the banter sort of between him and Sandy was and the joke there was a lot of jokes flying around. It was like good humour and it and I felt they they got on really well um, and the whole thing just really clicked. And Prue has just filled in for Mary. I mean, obviously we all love and miss Mary. Um, she's not dead, but she is in our hearts. But um, yeah, Prue Prue is uh, just just as qualified a, um, a cook yeah. and um, and her and. They just all seem to get on, and it's yeah. It's, I've been just surprised at how sort of seamless it has been.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing, though. You're saying the only difference really is the different hosts slash judges, obviously apart from Paul Hollywood. But so, I suppose then, if the others had have stayed with the show when it moved to Channel Four, it would have been exactly the same. So I don't, I don't think Channel Four necessarily bought it because they wanted to make their own version of it or change it. Basically, very successful show that makes a lot of money. Let, let's get some of that.
1: Exactly. You don't pay 80 million quid and change it. You keep it the same as possible because yeah. that's why people are watching it. So, and it is a nice show. It's a nice show to go and watch. It's about baking cakes. It's something nice after the horrors of the outside world mm. <laughs> and watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the good thing about the sweepstake, though,
0: because... In general, the show is kind of like, you know, a bit of a tease. You've seen all
1: these amazing cakes and biscuits and that, and then you can't eat them. And then I've got to go and make a pot noodle that i got in the cupboard. It's horrible. (laughs) It it feels a bit cruel almost.
2: Although you've got time now because with the adverts... There's, there's time to now get That's up and make your pot and true. noodle, and as well, it was noticeable that all the adverts are really directed towards food and making you hungry. Yeah. I mean, they have two sponsors yeah. that are food based as well, and so yeah, it was bad enough before when it was on BBC, and now yeah, there's the temptation with the breaks torture. as well.
1: They must yeah. be making a bomb from the advertising oh, on it. Oh, I can imagine. And
2: and they're doing it at the moment, aren't they? Just before they get charged, just before they reveal who's going, it's keeping you there hooked.
1: Mm.
0: No, I am, I am enjoying it so far, but I'm enjoying not having to bake myself at the minute. So I'm hoping Flo gets her act together, because those fortune cook- cookies she made last night were terrible. She, she even admitted that herself, so I'm not going to upset her by saying that. They were awful. She needs to sort her life out, start... Doing well so that I don't have to subject my co-workers to my terrible cooking slash potentially store-bought cakes. <laughs> well, it's
2: bread. It's bread week next week, which is always interesting because it's obviously quite a different skill to mm. to sort of biscuits and cakes. Um, and yeah, yeah. Don't you don't feel as hungry on bake week on bread week either, do you?
0: So, I love bread. Uh, see, eat bread all day, me.
1: See, I've never baked any of these things. I no. tried to make fudge and, and basically set off the fire alarm room two saucepans and <laughs> got some sort of, like, black tar that I couldn't get rid of everywhere. Um, and, and that was basically my last attempt at cooking. So, it, yeah, I wish I had this kind of skill set. It'd be great. so much easier. I just go and buy it. So oh. If you want some fudge... You could have went out and bought it in the time you spent no. cleaning up all that mess I did I did homemade pasta that was about a success <laughs> uh, I, I, I was really inspired after Italian holiday you ever made did pasta, homemade Kyle? pasta I invited people <laughs> round for dinner who sat there for four hours whilst I made the pasta in front of them it was then really thick included a couple of my hairs that had dropped in the pasta oh. I'd had to roll it out with a wine bottle because I realised I had no rolling pin <laughs> so the whole thing was a disaster so yeah basically Bake Off is probably a little aspirational TV for me. Well yeah. we need to get your a
0: hairnet and a rolling pin <laughs> for starters.
1: Indeed, Indeed. <laughs> don't eat my house
0: Obviously another show that's back in my lives that I love is Celebs Go Dating. I'm so obsessed with it. It's ultimate cringe and that is what I want from reality TV just absolute embarrassing sequences and taking joy in the misery of others that is what I look for in a TV show I just I just been watching do you like it?
1: I quite like it, I quite like it I'm not as keen as you are, clearly but I do love, like you say the kind of embarrassing people and making them cringe mm. is what I really enjoy, I'm quite sick clearly, because I'd be on the edge of my sofa during Love Island, during the recouplings when they were messing them around, <laughs> going yes, yes, do it um, so yeah, it, is, it is clearly feeding into that for me, but yeah, like, who's your favourite on it so far?
0: Uh I love Charlotte Dawson I think she's hilarious and she's um, she's had a bit of a an awkward run in with her date
2: I like she- Pete Wicks lookalike date. Pete Wicks lookalike
0: <laughs> she has to see his bum which he then whipped out in the middle of a, bris- a busy restaurant and then he told her she was illiterate so it was interesting um, we've we've just got our, ho- uh, our hands on a great clip from tonight's show as well mm-hmm. Helen Best, basically, is going to be having a bit of an awkward moment on his date, where she reveals that they actually once met each other <gasps> ten years ago. No, did they? He can't remember oh, at all. There's
2: been so many. Did they yes. meet,
0: meet each other? What? happened essentially is she was, um he was doing a, li- a bit of a nightclub appearance in Edinburgh Ooh. saw her in the crowd as Ooh. you do, caught your thigh lucky girl, um, he got a bouncer to go and collect her for him and that classy move yeah. bring <laughs> her to him that is, which
2: that's pure romance she right kind
0: of called him out on it so that'll be interesting to see how that pans out tonight
1: um, slightly tricky I hope she mentions this is during dessert and not like the first course
0: yeah get your meal in yeah, first get
1: the meal in because otherwise it's going to be really awkward silences <laughs> for the whole time which actually will be quite fun to watch it so. would um, but yeah so basically
0: we're going to be doing this once a week um, we've got so much great TV to look forward to and to chat about in uh, in the weeks to come so thanks very much for listening and don't forget to check us out on Audio Boom and also give us a subscribe on iTunes. Uh, leave a little comment as well so that you can tell where, what you think and what shows you're obsessed with and what we should be talking about because it's not just about us, is it? No. Although our opinions are extremely valid and of great importance as far as i'm concerned personally but yeah (laughs) that's it yeah that's all we've got time for this week so thanks for listening and bye for now